you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, and Shades of Grey Helmet Painting. I am your host, Brad Gephardt, but with me on the line, we've got the 314 of Alex Ray. Alex, how's it going, brother? Going pretty good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Spring has sprung up in here in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Uh, how are things, uh, how's the weather down by where you're at? Uh, right now, it's a little rainy. Um, but, uh, hopefully we'll get some days in where we can ride this week and, uh, yeah, it'd be good. Excellent. So you've come home, you're, uh, taking a little bit of R and R, uh, to, to visit some family, but, uh, this week it's back to nose for the grindstone. Uh, it's awfully nice to get back to your, your home track and, uh, put some laps in, feel comfortable again. Oh yeah, man, for sure. I've logged a lot of laps out here in my supercross track and, uh, my sand track and, uh, you know, it's it's always good to come back, you know, and race lap times and uh, hang out with friends and family while doing it. So it's always good. Uh, where exactly is home for those who aren't too familiar with uh, all things Alex Ray? Let's see. Home is, uh, let's see, right in between Na- uh, Memphis and Nashville. Um, I'm about 80 miles from Loretta's. I live in Atwood, Tennessee. So, uh, At- yeah, I'm right in between Memphis and Nashville. There you go. So, uh so would you be a Predators fan or a, or a St. Louis Blues fan or a, a Tennessee Titans fan? Um, well, I mean, I don't really watch much sports, but uh, my buddy uh, Bubba Pauly, he's uh, he's real big into the the St. Louis Blues. So he's, he's he's gonna he's gonna he said he's gonna take me to a game, but I you know who knows with him. Who knows with those guys? You might have to uh, pick one up on like uh, pick up a game on maybe a Friday night. Uh, when you guys go to a Supercross or something like that. But nevertheless, um, going back home after basically, like you had been home for uh, quite a few months, you had to have improved on the bike. Did you find yourself being able to uh, attack your own Supercross track uh, with a little bit more ease and uh, calculation rather than before you when you left? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable on my track. Um, it was It was mainly, you know, just getting comfortable at the race. But, uh, you know, with a few rounds in, you know, I got the flow of things and things are starting to click off a lot better. But, yeah, it's definitely nice to come home and it's it's a lot it's a lot easier now, you know, because um, we've made a few adjustments, adjustments, me and my trainer, Brian McDonald, um, you know, with corner speed and, uh, you know, jump stuff and everything like that. So, you know, it's it's always good to come back home and, you know, race your old lap time, see if you can beat it. So. That's excellent. Now, so uh, you're, you're home. Obviously, mom must have cooked you some meals that you haven't been getting on the road. Uh, what's the best thing that mom makes that you haven't been able to get uh, take advantage of over the last few months? Um, everything she cooks is awesome. She makes this uh, teriyaki chicken, you know, with, uh, I had like sweet potatoes with it and 
oh man, it was just it was oh it was so good because you know on the awesome. road on the road we were eating like canned chicken, canned tuna, uh, pineapples in a can, like just everything because you know we didn't have you know a refrigerator or anything like that. So it's like Wendy's baked potato type, you know, value menu, you know, scraping pennies, you know, but uh, it's definitely good to get home and get an awesome meal, man. I can't stress that enough. It's 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 really good to come home and eat. I'm I'm a bigger dude and I love to eat, so that's how we talk. That that's the reason you're on the the 450 or over the 250. That's incredible to me to hear a guy who is expected to compete with the same guys who have a ridiculously calculated meal plan of fresh fruits and vegetables and meats, proteins and otherwise at their disposal from uh, Sunday to Sunday, basically, uh, and you're competing against them uh, whilst being on the road, eating, uh, trying to stay away from Baconators and scraping up food off the <laughs> off the value menu, man. Like that is that's that is next level crazy. Like there's no other sport in the world like that. Like I'm watching. Uh, there's a hockey game on the TV in my house right now, and those guys, yeah. even the the lowest guys on that totem pole, are eating. The the team sets meals for them. They're all well fed. They just have to, like their their skill level is, is the only thing that really separates them. Whereas with you guys, like obviously uh, the top end guys, they they are faster, but they also benefit from every single thing that you could have at your beck and call, including having that meal plan. Never mind the bike, the shelf, the bike. It's the fact that they have the nutrition. And everything else at their disposal that uh, you guys don't have the ability to, to to have, and the fact that you're able to put in lap times anywhere close to where they're at is uh, nothing short of something that should be celebrated. Like I, yeah, that was amazing for me to hear. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, they they get to fly in and out, and you know, be home during the week and and cook food and and get to train, you know, in their own gym and everything like that. You know, I mean, we, we, you know, we'll maybe get to drive, drive to a track where, you know, hoping that it's good weather, hoping that they have a supercross track and hopefully it's prepped or whatever, you know, and, and, you know, to where they, you know, fly in and out and get to ride in the California sun or in the Florida, you know, Florida it rains a lot, but they still have awesome tracks down there, you know. And they complain but, you know, about with us, it. So like, we're, we're having to drive from race to race, you know, and find a track, you know, in somebody's backyard, <laughs> pretty much so um but you know we make we make the best of it and it you know it's working out pretty good oh passion over paycheck man uh, that's the name of the game especially at the privateer level uh at all this year or years previous have you uh been told of a super sweet super cross track to to hit up between races and only to get there and uh things are, the the promoter or maybe the owner of the track or the buddy of the owner of the track might have uh stretched the truth or maybe uh hyped things up a little bit too much yeah I, yeah that's happened a few times <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh you know i mean we whenever that happens we do make the best of it and still we still ride because we that's what that's the, you know that's why we started we love riding our dirt bikes no matter what the conditions are or what so if it rains we're going to play in the mud and if it's dry we're going to play in the dust like if it's in a field or if it's on a supercross track we don't care we'll ride it anyways I love the passion, man. That, that's great to see, and that's what's been carrying you forward for the last two years, uh, to ch- chasing that carrot of eventually making a first main event, and you did it. 
Uh, Detroit Supercross 2015, Alex Ray, the, the 314, uh, lined up with the rest of the guys in the main event. Um, I got to imagine that whole night must be a blur, but you look back on it fondly. Oh, yeah, man. After I went over the uh, finish line of the LCQ when I was in third, man, I held my bike wide open for like 30 seconds. I was so pumped. I was I did, I was doing wheelies down the, down the straightaway. I was so pumped. Like, I'm surprised I didn't blow my bike up after that because was, it was just off the rev limiter right after that LCQ. And, and I was just pumped the whole time. The main event, I was just like, holy cow, I can't believe I'm riding the main right now. Like, it's crazy. So... It was, was, it was it, definitely it was definitely awesome. Was it you who went to go high five someone and then fell over? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> there you go. I, I I couldn't remember quite sure, but I uh, did see that. I thought that might have been yourself. But uh, you got to be excited. And um, what does the three fourteen mean to you? Is just like you're just a math whiz. You like pie, or maybe it's a representation of how much you like pie the pastry, and you're not allowed to have it in your diet. What's that all about? Uh, the 314, well, I mean, growing up, I was always number 14 because I loved Kevin Windham. Um, and Amen. Then whenever, and then whenever I turned pro, uh, I wanted to keep the 14 somewhere in my number. You know, So I pretty much applied for every number with a 14 in it, and I got a 314. So that's yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> Fair enough. Very interesting story. Um, so... Why 450 over 250? Um, one could say that with your speed, you'd definitely be making mains almost every single weekend in the 250 class. But like you said, you're a bigger guy. You decide to uh, put your Honda in the 450 class. Explain that a little bit for us. Well, uh, the first year I did race uh, 250Fs, um, my first year pro, I was 17. <laughs> and uh, I was a bigger kid, had no diet plan whatsoever <laughs> you know i was just you know just a little punk kid you know roly-poly and on life bikes um and man it was so hard to make the jumps i was hitting them wide open and barely making them i actually at the last round in vegas um last practice i jumped it was a big triple and they had just prepped the track and watered it and it was, a, it was slick underneath Came out of the turn and spun, still went for the triple and cased it. Came down, my hands blew off the handlebars, broke my thumb, had to get it like reset in the asterisk um, truck and everything. After that, I was like, man, I'm not riding the 250DF. This ain't for me. I'm too big for this, you know. But I did have a fast 250DF. Um, but, it, you know, it's still, it was it was still a struggle. I came close to making main on a 250DF my first year. I was, uh, Tenth in a heat race in San Diego, and then I was third in an LCQ um, in Seattle, I think. And uh, but that's when they took only two. So, oh well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fair enough. These things happen, man. Uh, but you've been working your way up on the two fifty class or four fifty class, and you've been right on that bubble and uh, and proving to even be that that way in uh, in St. Louis. Um, what kind of feeling did you have as you come across the line? Uh, I think you explained it a little bit. Is it more elation or is it more relief that, like, I finally made this happen? Um, it's more it's more of a relief, really, or, you know, I don't really know how to explain it because I've had so many downs in my career. So, like, just with, like, injuries the past five years, like I said, I've had 12 surgeries, I think, since I turned pro. Um, so... 
actually like being up there at the top with, or not the top, but like in close to the top 20 or inside the top 20, it's just a sign of like, I, I have, I don't know, but it's a real big accomplishment for me and myself just for everything that I've been through these past five years, like with injuries, like to even be able to compete or hell, even to be able to walk is, uh, is an achievement. That's excellent. So the, what team is it that you ride for? You'd mentioned that, uh, one of the, uh, the locals that, uh, that you ride, like lives 10 minutes from your house. Now he's going to be on the same team as you. What team exactly is that, that, uh, you've been traveling to each race with? It's uh, the B, uh, K1 Speed BWR SSID Cal team. So is K1 Speed a a car a cart uh, like a a nation national wide uh, go kart thing? Is or is that a SoCal thing only? No, it's nationwide. They have them. They have them in a bunch of different areas. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Do you do you get a pretty good discount on K1 Speed go karting, or is is, is do I don't know. I mean, I just I just started riding for the team. They haven't actually taken me to one yet, but hopefully, hopefully, we'll get to go in Houston. I know that that's what they said. That there's one in Houston, and we're going to get to go there. So that's going to be good. Excellent. So, how do you going to get to Houston? Like, uh, did you just drive the truck to your your parents' place, and that's where it sat for the week, and then you're going to drive it down, or, or how did how are you going to end up uh, in Houston for the weekend? Well, yeah, they're actually on their way down right now. I think they just left. Uh, their place um, up north, so they're driving down here right now, and they should be here tomorrow. And we're gonna ride, you know, the rest of the week before we leave. But uh, yeah, we'll just hop in the rig and head to Houston. I'm actually gonna drive my van uh, to Houston because um, after Vegas, I'm gonna stay in California and do the uh, first few outdoors. So oh, I'm gonna be driving a lot. That's hey. Put on the miles, my friend. It'll all pay off in the end. Um, it's that's this what you sign up for. Good to see that you'll be doing some outdoors. As you said, with some injuries, uh, you haven't been able to do some outdoors. Uh, what kind of um, are you looking forward to doing the outdoors? Is that something that uh, kind of falls into your strengths? Um, yeah, I mean, I've always I've always loved Supercross because that's what I grew up on. You know, with my dad, he owns the Supercross track. Um, not really, or he owns one, but it's not like a big one. It's like a night track, you know. So I, I grew up on the tight stuff, but I also grew up, you know, I did a lot of both. You know, I did uh, a lot of the amateur um, nationals and everything like that. So it's gonna it's gonna be good because I haven't got to ride a lot of outdoors much since I turned pro because of injuries. But uh, definitely, it's gonna be good to get back and ride some outdoors and hold the bike wide open because that's what I love to do. No kidding, get that thing screaming. Um, didn't I didn't get the opportunity to see you ride a two-stroke this last weekend at the Couture Two-Stroke Championships. Uh, if you weren't scarfing down uh, mom's home cooking and you were in California, is that a race that uh, you would have been interested in racing? Oh, dude, hell yeah. Man, I have a two-stroke uh, actually in my shop that I bought. You know, that's my first dirt bike I ever bought, you know, with my, with my purse money. So, mm-hmm. uh... Yeah, man, I love riding that thing. It's what uh, kind of bike it's is an it? old one. It's an old one. It's actually um, a 2002 Honda, um, but um, I put a bunch of money into it. But it's still slower than crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason why we went away from those things, but uh, they're fun to uh, just rip around on, uh, make some noise, and at least uh, sound like you're going fast. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
I actually raced it in some of the arena crosses around, um, you know, before the Supercross series starts. So it's a uh, it's one I can ride in the life class. I was actually uh, wanting to bring it up to uh, Walton and uh, race it in the life class last year, but uh, plans didn't work out, and I didn't get to go up there. You didn't have to come up to Canada. Well, you have to try and do that this year, my friend. Oh yeah, for sure. I might have to find try and find a newer two stroke though, because mine I don't think it'll last thirty minutes. Well, we shall see. Yeah, the, the uh, it was a common theme this last weekend with a few of the two strokes, uh, which of course those bikes run on the very limit. Uh, of course, Killian Rusk, his bike had a malfunction, um, and of course the favorite who ended up winning the second moto, uh, Sean Collier, he has a, a malfunction with the shock there. The the, the the bikes are, are you guys are hard on bikes, and, and two-stroke doesn't make it any better. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about you and your program, man, uh, before we do the Bill's Pipe Pick Your Poison questions. Uh, you switched kind of halfway through the year. You were wearing some some JT racing gear, and now you've switched over to fly. Uh, did either Max Steffens or uh, JT, uh, JT Money come in and approach you, or what? Um, well, I mean, I... I've been with JT, you know, for about four years now. And then, uh, well, I mean, we, we left on good terms, everything. I, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, there, there are some things that we didn't agree on. So, uh, I, you know, I just kind of went away from that. And it actually happened on Thursday before, uh, St. Louis. And, uh, I called Max up and, and, uh, I told him my situation and what was going on. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, I, sure, I can help you. So he uh, called JT and uh, and got me hooked up with some uh, with a local shop down there, and they got me some gear for the weekend, and I got it printed so I could wear some fly gear. Yeah, but Max, he's a, he's a good guy. He helped me uh, my first year whenever I was uh, on lights. Um, I was wearing the fly gear, and then uh, I, I switched to JT, and then uh, now I'm back with fly. And I uh, can't be happier, man. This stuff is awesome. Of course, and since this is a fly racing podcast, uh, you can agree that since you wore it years ago and now, fly racing gear has made leaps and bounds difference from where it was at to where it's at right now, and um, it's that's really impressive to see, right? Oh yeah, man, it's it's great stuff for sure. It's durable. It's, it's light. Uh, the new stuff, the, the new vintage uh, stuff, and uh, the colors are just great. For sure, awesome. can't uh, can't argue with that. And of course, uh, if you didn't know, fly racing riders actually tend to uh, uh, find each other on the track a little bit. And uh, in the LCQ in this last race in uh, St. Louis, uh, your good friend Dusty Pipes decided to come say hello mid corner. Oh yeah, but uh, I think he had a little bit of uh, added motivation to uh, make the main. He did. I heard he, I heard they had a bet going or something. Him and Instagram. Yeah, Seven Double Deuce had a huge whopping $20 bet uh, on who was going to make the main first. So, uh, And, uh, of course, Dusty Pipes, having only made one previous to that, uh, accepted the bet and was going to make that money up at all costs. So he threw his Suzuki into your life. And uh, you got caught up a little bit in it, but uh, a guy who was just ahead of you got a little bit worse. I think that was White? Yeah, he's actually my teammate and the uh, team manager of our team. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So and, uh, yeah. So yeah. Tangled up a little bit there. Up there and just bam, he came out of nowhere. He wasn't even close. <laughs> no. Yeah. That was uh, that was an arena cross style pass. Like uh, I'm gonna make up 12 bike lengths in uh, about 12 feet. 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I was watching that. I was like, holy cow, he just he just did that. <laughs> and then okay. bang, here I come right there hitting the back of everybody. <laughs> you still salvaged fifth in the LCQ, though. Like, uh, you were just short, missing uh, by a little bit. And I guess uh, that uh, probably spawned a, uh, a text message from uh, Moser of Pulpamex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ended up because sure. uh, you were just short, so he ended up uh, giving you some tests. What 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 what's doing an interview like with uh, uh, Corey Moser? Um. Well, I mean, some of the, I couldn't. It was hard to answer a few of his questions. They're they're a little awkward, but you know, it was still pretty cool though. Seeing all the uh, well, seeing the just short stuff on uh, Pulp and Max, it was pretty cool though. He's a cool guy. For sure, added a little bit of exposure to uh, all things Alex Ray, and uh, it's it's all good. He does happen to uh, misspell a few things here and there um, uh, for to give them a, a different connotation. But nevertheless, all right, guys, all right, guys, it's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, 
even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Uh, <laughs> let's continue on with the uh, the Bill's Pipes Pick Your Poison questions. Uh, I'm not sure if you've listened to one of my podcasts before, but we list off, uh, or I'm going to give you some options uh, of like basically a this or that. Like uh, The first question is, uh, super cross or outdoors, and you just pick one or the other as quickly as you can. We'll go through about ten of these, and uh, these these questions are brought to you by Bill's Pipes. Thanks everyone over there at Bill's Pipes. All right. All right. So, super cross or outdoors? Super cross. Chipotle or Del Taco? Chipotle. Two stroke or four stroke? Four stroke. Two fifty F or four fifty? Uh, two fifty F is a lot funner, but I'll I'll go with more fun. Yeah, we'll go for we'll we'll go uh, for fun. So two fifty F, road bike or uh, rower? Uh, road bike. Bill's pipes or anything else? Well, I'm I kind of run Yoshimura, so I got to say Yoshimura. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that's always a tough one. Uh, hockey or football? Football. Blondes well, or brunettes? I well, I changed that. I changed that. Hockey, there's more fights. Hockey does have a lot more fights. In fact, I'll have to send you. Uh, I'll have to send a video to you of one of my favorite fights. Uh, blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Milestone or Paris Raceway? Um, I have to go with Paris. Their outdoor tracks way better. And the last question is: uh, Coca Cola or sweet tea? Oh man, sweet tea all the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent, man. Well, those two questions of that every day. Two que- those questions brought to you by Bill's Pipes. Uh, glad to hear you're enjoying your sweet tea down in uh, Tennessee, man. Uh, so let's continue on with this a little bit here. Uh, you're one of the few riders that has the has the luxury of running CD boots. Uh, CD boots helping you out for the year. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. Comfy and uh, so. What's your uh, What's your review on them? Oh man, they're uh, they're a ten across the board. They're comfortable. They're durable. And if something does having to break which they don't break very often. Everything on them is replaceable. Um, every, everybody over there, um, Star, 
Um, all those guys are just good guys, and uh, they helped me out. And I have nothing bad to say about the boots. They're great. Ten across the board. That's excellent to hear. And I definitely have to uh, get those guys in the podcast at some time, uh, just get a little bit of product knowledge going on. But um, your helmets, my friend, you are best known for the, both the color of your helmets and, of course, Josh at Shades of Grey MX helping you uh, make sure those helmets are off the hook. You must be now running some fly helmets rather than the helmets you uh, you had on earlier in the season. Safe to say that you, you're going to send a helmet or two off to uh, Josh to make sure that uh, not only are you flying pink, but uh, that uh, your fly helmets are looking good. Well, uh, I'm actually running uh, a Raya helmet. Um, oh, okay, sorry. That's what the team has uh, has us going on. But yeah, um, he's painted a few of my helmets and uh, a few of them pink. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's my motto right there, the pink helmets. But uh, uh, well, yeah, we'll definitely have to get one sent to him for sure. Uh, so you're gonna stay with the Raya helmets because I know the Fly guys definitely like to have their riders uh, head to toe if possible. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I had a I had an option to run the the fly helmets, but uh, I think uh, the team guys wanted us all to be matching, so uh, so I was just gonna run the Uriah, you know, make everybody happy. So it was good. I like the Uriah helmet. I also like the fly. I like them both. You know, I'm not real picky, you know, considering cause I wore a JT helmet. But um, <laughs> but uh, so I mean, I'm not picky, so I'll just wear whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll wear whatever I need to to get the job done. Um, where did the pink helmet all start? I understand that uh, as an amateur, you just ran a pink helmet and just kind of stuck with it. Well, yeah, you know, I just I kind of wanted to be different, you know. I mean, I don't know. It just it helps my dad, you know, see me on the track, you know, whenever he's watching me. But you know, he can point me out pretty quick. So um, it's it's definitely hard for him to see me now because I don't have a pink helmet on my head the past few weekends, but. Uh, um, yeah, we're going to work on trying to get one of those back for sure. For sure, man. Uh, so as a privateer, and of course you're on a team, so they like they take care of some of the responsibility of finding sponsors, but uh, you yourself in the off-season have the responsibility of uh, dialing in sponsors, calling companies up, getting... Uh, getting the word out there about yourself. Um, what's all involved with that? How do you approach companies? And um, yeah, like, like what does, what do companies look for when they're trying to sponsor a guy like yourself? Um, they look for pretty much personality and results. You know, you got to talk to them like you've known them for 10 years, pretty much whenever you call them. And, uh, you know, I call them and, uh, you know, ask for their email or whoever, you know, is in uh, router support, you know, and, uh, I have a resume that I send out, you know, and uh, my dad actually helps me out a bunch with that because uh, he um, he sends them updates uh, during the week after the weekends, you know, sends them my results and sends them pictures and everything like that. So, you know, that's good also to keep in contact with them, um, you know, and just, just uh, call them every now and then during the during the year. That uh, that also helps, cause, you know, if you just call them when you need stuff, you know, that kind of gets old. So. Um, you got to keep a good relationship with them for sure. 
Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. You need to continue sponsor relations. You have to understand, like, uh, basically, you can't only be talking to them and like, hey, I need another helmet. They're like, oh, we haven't heard from you since we gave you that last helmet. And yeah. uh, we don't even know what your results are like. You have to maintain contact and uh, you have to uh, treat yourself as a business. You know what I mean? Constantly updating. And uh, it's good that your dad's helping you out with that. Um, what was the first sponsor that you ever had and how, like, and that even in the amateurs when you were so excited the first legit sponsor you ever had? Man, I, I can't even remember the first sponsor. Well, the first sponsor I ever had was uh, Milan Pawn Shop. That was my dad's business. And that's the longest, that's, uh, that's the longest sponsorship I've had because he's still helping me. <laughs> it wasn't still for him, though. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't happen to see Mom and Dad on your, your graphics this last weekend. Uh, well, I had uh, MPS <laughs> on my graphics. It's uh, Milan Pawn go. Shop. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, that kind of goes for them. (laughs) For sure. So what does the future hold for Alex Ray? I understand that you're going to race some some outdoors. Uh, You're not too sure about how many. Uh, What dictates how many of those? And uh, then going forward for the 2016 Supercross season, uh, high chance ability that we'll see you on the K1 team again? Uh, Yeah, we're still still working on everything that, you know, about next year. You know, I haven't... uh, you know, I'm going to explore my options, but that's definitely one that I'd like to do um, is to come back to the K1 Speed team because they're great guys. Everybody over there is just so great, you know, and they took me under their wing and uh, helped me out a bunch. So um, everything like that, and, uh, we'll uh, we'll get her figured out. And, uh, yeah, pretty much, uh, you know, leading into the outdoors, it just depends on uh, – how I'm going to get to the races and uh, how the funding is um, and how I'm going to swing all that with the, with the funds that I have. And um, we'll just go from there pretty much to that determines how much, how many I'll do. Well, we definitely wish you and the uh, 314 all the best of luck going forward. And especially this weekend in Houston. Um, are there some sponsors? There's got to be some sponsors that we haven't listed off throughout this interview that you'd like to thank. And, uh, um, yeah, give us some insight into uh, how you were able to uh, make a connection with those companies. Okay, it's uh, I got K1 Speed, BWR Engines, SSI Decals, Boss Alpha Honda, uh, Recluse Clutches. Those guys are amazing. What their product is absolutely awesome. I don't know what I would do without them. Uh, no Lean J6, um, my suspension guy, he's been doing my suspension ever since I was like seven years old. He knows exactly what I like and and he's got my stuff dialed in awesome. You know, Max at Fly, everybody over there, they're awesome for taking me under the wing, you know, so late in the year and everything like that. Uh, Works Connection, No Toil, you know, Moto Seat, he's helped me so much with anything I need. Um, Evans, Coolant, you know, Yoshimura, Pirelli, um, they helped me out. They got the sickest tires ever, traction everywhere. Um, bird training facility, Joe Bird, he's my uh, physical trainer, kicked my butt into shape, you know, uh, this summer. I was uh, getting off the couch off of an injury, you know, and I I called him up and told him I need to get in shape for this year. And, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of everything I've gone through this year, it's it, what he did was a lot of help because uh, I'm in shape this year and uh, it's it's working out in my benefit. Uh, Nickel Metals, 
Vertex Pistons, Brian McDonald's signature coaching. Um, he's at the races every week, breaking down videos, you know, showing us, you know, where we need to go faster and uh, the adjustments we need to make and everything like that. So um, a lot of my success is is uh, coming, you know, with him also because, I mean, he worked his butt off trying to get us to go faster and to close that gap um, in with the uh, top guys. Um Spider Energy Drink. Um, my buddy uh, Pete Algren out of California um, with the Energy Drink Company, and he's killing it. He's got the best tasting energy drinks out there for the cheapest price. And uh, my dad, my mom, Mylon Pawnshop, you know, they're they do everything for me. Cook my food, you know, just give me a bed to sleep in, and everything like that. So it's they're great. Love my parents. Um, CD boots, of course, they're awesome, and uh, ride helmets. You know, so everybody, everybody that you know helps me out. Thanks. Um, just anybody, if I forgot anybody, I don't think I did. But uh, um, yeah, Yoshimura, um Yeah, they helped me out a ton um, with the best pipes out there. Um, just uh, everybody. Thanks. Excellent, man. Well, appreciate that. And uh, if anyone wants to follow you on social media, how would they find you? Um, I have a like page on Facebook. It's just uh, Alex Ray. And uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, it's just at ARay314. Um, if anybody, you know, give me a follow, you know. So, that's good. Hey, I'm going to try to get up to Canada this year and maybe race some outdoors. What do you think? That would be awesome, man. Uh, I would always love to have more uh, more talent on the line. I know, especially in the 450 class, I got to imagine you'd be up inside the uh, the top ten, easy, easy for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I might, well, I might have to have to go get find a two stroke and go up there and race the white spot. Yes, sir. Although, make sure that you only have uh, uh, a completely stock. Uh, stock head, no engine porting. Uh, the bike has to be completely stock between the uh, exhaust or the the intake port and the uh, and the exhaust system. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's that's, uh, that's their rule. Although I sincerely doubt anyone from the CMRC tearing anyone's bike apart, seeing as how the MMA doesn't or the AMA doesn't even do that. So uh, <laughs> you're 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 probably fine if you even if you bring a 350. But either either way, um, yeah, man, we'd love to see you come up here and uh, mix it up with the Canadian boys. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I got a lot of a lot of a few of my buddies go up there and race. Uh, my buddies from uh, uh, they're up from Seattle and uh, California. Uh, my buddy okay. Brad Noddit and uh, Kevin oh yeah, Carter. yeah, they're uh, my good buddies. Noddit, he rides a two-stroke. Oh yeah, well that's um, that's actually another sponsor I'd like to like to make a shout out to is uh relax attire it's uh brad's clothing company so uh everybody needs to go check out relaxattire.com because he's got some dope shirts i'm actually wearing one right now <laughs> fair enough we'll have to uh get in contact with that guy uh that's cool man um glad you could come on and uh just tell everyone about uh, everything alex ray uh, i'll let you get back to the rest of your evening but uh you have yourself a great night all right man thanks appreciate it Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. 
check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.